Sharpa Bliss, author of Lesbian Fiction. And I'm her missus. Thank you for listening to our podcast where we try to talk about our journey in writing and publishing. But we usually get sidetracked by television or our cat. Meow. Welcome to Harper Bliss and her missus. Hello everyone, this is episode 47 of Harper Bliss and her missus. We're recording this on Tuesday, 8 October 2019. Hello, Harper. Hello, you're still alive. I am still alive, yes. Because I listened to our previous podcast and there was talk that you might not be alive anymore. Oh, really? Because <laughs> your health was poor. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, no, I'm still alive. Okay. My health has not has not restored itself completely. No. I, I'm getting physiotherapy now. Yes, I went to a physio this morning. <laughs> Getting old, dear. I know, I'm, I am getting old, but yeah, we'll see. It was my first time. I have another session next week and then another one, I imagine, the week after that. And then we'll have to assess if I need anything more than yeah. that. But um, what you have, as far as we know, is not a life-threatening disease. No, no, I think I have a nerve that is pinched somewhere in my arm and it's giving me... You know, a bit of numbness in my fingers. And it might be down to bad posture. Yes, or, you know, just something. We, I, don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if it was. Yeah, well, it, I have I have a pain in my arm, so I'm guessing it's, it's maybe a muscle that's a bit swollen and that is kind of pinching the nerve or something. I don't know. We'll see. We're starting with physiotherapy and then we'll see if I need anything else done. Okay. But I'm fine. Okay. Yes. I'm, I'm still so happy alive. you're still alive. Yes, me Otherwise too. Otherwise I couldn't do Harper Bliss and her missus. It'll just be Harper Bliss. And her dead wife. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't be the up- uplifting podcast that we are no, now. Let's not be morbid again. No. I think there's been a couple of morbid episodes already. No, I think just one. Oh, just one, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, the mention of my impending death last week is a bit morbid. <laughs> morbid. Yeah, but that was more as a joke. Okay. A jest. A jest. A jest. Okay. Okay. So I think the main thing that happened in our lives last week is that our cat escaped the garden. Yes. After a year of living here and a year of studying all the possibilities available to her and not finding a way out of the garden, the light finally dawned on her that she could jump into the tree and then from the tree onto the wall and then go walk about in the neighborhood. Yeah. It's uh, just amazing that it, that you think she's been studying things for a year? Well, I don't know. She spent enough time looking at that wall yeah. and sitting there and, you know, seeing other cats walk on the wall. So knowing there was a way up there. Yeah. But She um, was patient. She didn't. I mean, there's a little tree in the corner of the garden and she never, obviously never thought of trying to jump in it. Well, I think well, she tried in the beginning and she hurt herself. Well, I don't think she tried to jump in the tree, but she mm-hmm. did like this jump against the wall and she fell against the tree and the tree has all kinds of like sticks or branches sticking out from the bottom so she maybe hurt herself on that but there's a halfway up the tree there's a quite easily accessible thicker bit that she can jump on which she has now discovered (coughs) death death has come during the podcast oh no Anyway, last week we had let the cat out while we had dinner, which we've done, you know, 
often enough and then we go and check a little so, bit later to see. Because now it's winter, well, it's fall and the door is closed, the back door is yes, closed. So all the, summer she could come and go Yeah, because the door was always open, but now the door was closed. I think maybe we left her out a bit too long. Yes, and <laughs> she said, oh, they're not letting she me in again, I, I need to go. <laughs> so when we went to check... And also, I mean, she said I wasn't others. sure anymore that if she was out or in because she'd been going out and in and out and in and, you know, getting on our nerves for an hour before. And so I thought I'd let her out, but I wasn't sure. So I came to check upstairs first when we didn't see her in the garden, but she wasn't anywhere. So and then I went to stand on a chair in the garden and I saw her. She was on the wall a bit further. So she'd finally figured out how to jump up. But then for some reason, she jumped into the neighbor's garden. Why would she do that? Yes, I don't know. And the neighbor's garden, there is no real part out of it. Isn't she, there a tree though? Well, there are a couple of trees. I think she could probably jump on a tree. But, um, you know, this as this was the first time, we panicked slightly. So I went to ring the bell at the neighbors and say, I'm really sorry to disturb you, but I think our cat is stuck in your garden. <laughs> so I had to go pick her up and, you know, take her back into our house. And then we thought, well, what are we going to do? Are we going to try and secure the tree so she can't jump in it? Or are we going to you know, trust that she can go around and come back? First, we tried the first option. Because we, we thought she was not to be trusted. Yeah, so we planted some like bamboo sticks around the tree to... Some lesbian DIY. Yes, to fun. prevent, to like kind of block access to the bit that she can jump on. And That did not work at no, all. No, I mean, she, she, it took her maybe five or ten minutes, but then she figured out how to get in a tree anyway. I think she has evolved. Yes. Like she has reached the next level in her intelligence. Maybe. So then we said, okay, fine, let's just leave her, you know, there's there are enough cats in the neighborhood that walk around everywhere and there's no real way for the cats to get out onto the street because it's a block that is completely closed. You know, the cat would have to go through someone else's home, through the front door to go out, and yeah. I don't think that's going to happen. So then we went, we did went we did go to buy a little medallion that we had engraved with both our phone numbers in case she gets stuck in a garden you know they can call us to come and fetch her but so far she's been going off a little bit but then she, most of the time she just spends sitting on the wall you know in uh, above our garden so we could see her she loves it though she just likes sitting and surveying She's her domain cat, yeah she likes to sit on high places yes and she does but, walk off a bit once in a while but she comes uh, back every time so. so far she's come back yes but um it's the timing strikes me as odd because she'd just been at your mum's yes because we were away for like a week and then we brought her back. I she was so moody when we brought her back. I thought, she, but maybe I'm I'm seeing things. And then once she was able to go onto that wall, it's like she has a not not a totally different personality. But she's so happy and like proud that she finally figured it out. Yes, she does seem quite happy that she can get into the tree. But you know what this is beginning to sound like to me? The crazy like, cat lady podcast. Uh, counseling, like we're in counseling, we're processing what our cat <laughs> has done. This is about us. Yes, okay, so about us. Yes. What do you have to say about yourself oh. This on oh. this episode? Oh, oh so much? Um, no, I made a cake, I baked a cake. Yes, and it's delicious. I mean, it's so we light still and have fluffy. Some, we still have some left. But. I mean... Full disclosure, it was cake mix from a pack to which I just had to add milk 
butter and eggs and then whisk it in the machine. Yeah, but so making a cake from scratch isn't that different. You just mix stuff together, you know, flour and some sugar, sugar maybe yeah. and you know, I don't know, some baking powder. But or... I did add my own twist to it. I put some pieces of apple in it yes. now, so now it's a healthy cake. Yes. But it's, it's very light. But it's very yum. Yeah. And it's very yum as well with a thinly spread layer of lemon curd on it. <laughs> the yeah, they've now started selling Marks and Spencer products in our local supermarket. Yeah, the, the one we go to all the time, and they had lemon curd, and so we bought a pot, a jar of lemon curd. That's that so good. It makes me think of what I said today. Like I said, oh, let's go to the shop, you know, as an outing, because <laughs> you know when you work from home, you don't get out much. You don't get out much. So yes. Also, you were away all weekend playing golf. I was inside all weekend. Also, the weather was shit. Yes. So, yeah, I've, I do feel like I haven't been out much. No, and then, you know, we realized that we had everything we needed in the house to cook dinner tonight, so we don't need an outing. <laughs> we don't even need an outing. Also, it's pushing down. Oh, the weather, it's been a wet fall, hasn't it, ha- it? It has been a wet fall. Sunday, I had to play in the pouring rain, and they had to stop the the tournament uh, before we finished because it was raining so much that the course was getting flooded. There was a thunderstorm on the way, so we had to stop. I was soaked. Well, no, because I had rain gear on, obviously. It's a tough so I wasn't sport, soaked. isn't it, Gar? I know, it is. Almost like rugby. Speaking yes, almost. sports. Almost like rugby. <laughs> Tonight, well, in a bit, the Red Flames, which is the Belgian national women's football team, are playing a qualifier for the European, European Championship. Yes. We have to watch. Yes, we do. I will be in front of my television supporting. So will I. Oh, you will. Well, because well, last time you they played. Well, I have to say they did. They were like, they won with eight nil. So in the end, it was getting a bit boring that they were scoring all these goals. You said I'm not really that interested in this. I don't think I said that yeah. about that match. Yes. No. Well, but I mean, circumstances were different because we had your mum over for dinner. And then, you know, first I had to ask permission to switch on the television and everyone said, no, no, no. (laughs) So I couldn't switch on the television. Just like, you know, I I was not going to be sitting in front of the television watching and just, you know, following. So then I finally was allowed to switch on the television. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oppression from my (laughs) in-laws. And then they were already five nil ahead. Well, then it wasn't that interesting to watch anymore. No. So, but now it is. I mean, uh, I can't. Who are they playing? I have no idea. I think Bulgaria. Okay. I'm not totally. Impressed. Anyway, we will be watching and supporting them. There's I mean, I might be cooking for some of the match, but you know. Oh yeah, I'm more hungry already. Okay. Well, <laughs> there's so much football on right now, though it's just too much. Because mm-hmm. th- you saw on Facebook the other day, the other week, last week. When it was like uh, the Champions League that my sister and my mother had gone to the cinema in yes. the middle of the week, which is not something they would usually do. I think, yeah, okay, the, this the makes men sense. were watching football. too much football on television, and I mean it's true because if you're in a in a couple where one person likes to watch football, all the football, and the other one doesn't. It's not fair. I know. And my dad, I think he presumes that, you know, football trumps everything, which I think is bullshit. It shouldn't. But I'm I not, agree. I'm not going to comment on my parents' marriage, though. I think it's best to stay out of it. <laughs> and it must, because my sister's husband, he's not that interested in football. I think he might watch one match. I don't know if it's like really Important. exciting. Yeah. 
Um, so that's probably, <laughs> probably wanted to watch that one. Anyway, I didn't want to talk about the football. Mm-hmm. I wrote 4,000 words two days in a row in my new book. Wow. I know if I sound a bit, I don't know, tired or something, it's because my brain is fried. Yes. I do believe if you write a lot of words, because for me this is a lot, I think it maybe. You know, in a in a few months, I might get used to it, but I'm not used to 4K, and I write them between nine and twelve. I think I should just be allowed to take the afternoon off. Well, you should, but the problem is the cleaning lady's here today, so you can't just go and lie in front of the TV while she's cleaning around you. No, that would be a bit awkward. Yes. But so yeah, yeah, too bad. No, I have to work. This is work. <laughs> <laughs> it's my weekly counseling session yes, with you. Yes. Because otherwise, we never talk to no, each other. No, we don't. We never see each other, so, you know. Well, I did also want to say something, because last week I mentioned that I reactivated my Facebook group, which I thought was private, but was not, which I then switched to private, Mm -hmm. um, because I do think it should be private, also for me, because I like that I can, you know, I would be, I feel much freer posting stuff that I would not post on my general Facebook page, because I hate oversharing. Mm Mm-hmm in a public forum yes but this is a private forum so you can overshare yeah no problem because i mean i do i don't mind oversharing at all that i think it is a tendency i have Mm -hmm. but i really dislike doing it like on instagram or facebook Mm -hmm. which is a public forum yes for me it makes a big difference in my head that's good yeah so i mean it's i think it's important to find a way to use social media that you enjoy yeah because if you don't enjoy it then you shouldn't use it but if you find that it, you enjoy it and it does create a bond with your readers and you know yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely it's probably it's i think it's worth doing but you have to enjoy it if you don't enjoy it then it's not worth doing so if now you found a way to do it that you enjoy I've enjoyed it. it for a week let's see how well, the next yes, week let's goes. see how it goes but i do like posting like every day or every week or regularly oh i wrote this many words or oh, this happened which I would never do on my regular Facebook mm-hmm. so or on Instagram. So I'm guessing now I will use Instagram and my Facebook page less yes. and focus more on my group, mm-hmm. which is more my style. Which people are welcome to join, of course. Yes, of course. So you know, I'll put I'll put a link in the I think you will put it Yes, week. but I can put it again. No, I'll I'll send out a, an invitation in my newsletter this week. Ah, okay. Which Good I enough. hope will also include the links to the audio version of Once in a Lifetime, which has been live everywhere except on Audible and Amazon. Yes. <laughs> for for a week now, I think. Yeah, yeah, no, it's on Apple and Kobo and Google and, you know, all those places. But yeah, no, not on Audible, not on Amazon. But we know that can take longer than the other places, I think. Yeah. So hopefully it will be available very soon. Yes. Well, if you're not on, if you don't use Audible for your audiobooks, you can already get it from Kobo and Google and yes. and I don't know where I else. think it's on Chirp as well, if Chirp? you use Chirp. Yeah, I, I looked, uh, Chirp, Chirp. it's on there as well. So, you know, it is available in many places, just not Audible and Amazon. <laughs> yes. Anyway. Do you want to talk about the narrators for my oh, other books that are yeah, coming Yeah, so we are, there are three audiobooks that are in the making. Well, I... I for two, I already have publication dates. Oh, yeah. So the two anthologies or collections. collections uh, what are they called? In, in the, the Mood, Mood for, for Love and In the Arms of a Woman. Yes. They will both be narrated by Melissa Moran, who did Everything Between Us. Yes. And then 
Far From The World We Know, which I don't have a publication date no, for that, yet, which only, probably early next year yeah. will come out. That will be, oh, what's her name? The one who did In The Distance. Charlotte North. Ah, yeah, Charlotte North. Yes, it should so, be her. So that she did a really great job on In The Distance. So. Yeah. That would so, be great. That's awesome. I mean, I know it's for once it's not Angela Dore or Abby Creighton, but I think they're busy. Yeah. So well, it's good to have a bit of variation. Yeah, I think as well. I don't want all my books narrated by the same person. They're different books, so it's good to have different narrators. Yes. So, yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. I think it's exciting. It's but at least I will have some new releases still this year. Yes. <laughs> but I will have one more actual new book out huh? yes yes you will i'm eighteen thousand words in and i've just started on the second draft yes we're going fast <laughs> yes. next week i actually already have to start on third yes <laughs> this is a yeah it's a bit of a crazy project but actually i don't mind <coughs> i don't mind going fast because um i get tired of a book so quickly <laughs> i have to write faster and faster you have a very short attention span it's true but this is already my shiny new object so now i don't have any more shiny new objects so i have to nothing to distract you no okay that's good well, well, we'll see something <laughs> maybe something come will up. come up yeah <laughs> anyway so we finished uh I'll move on to television now, I think. Okay. We, we finished binge-watching Transparent. Don't you want to talk about what you've been working on first? What I've been working on? Yeah. Is there anything you want to share? Well, I've, Have you, you know, been working? No, not, I haven't been doing anything. Because <laughs> you, you almost died. <laughs> no, I've been working uh, on one project that we cannot mention. And on I've been working on a cover that I've been commissioned to do, but I... Uh, I don't know if I can mention for who. No, I don't think you should. I don't think I should. So I've been working on that. So basically, so there's nothing is, much. Everything's a secret. Yes. Okay. And I know you don't like to talk about things you cannot expand on. I think we should on. reveal your other project soon. Okay. I'm, well, I'm going to talk about it in my Facebook group soon. Okay. Well, I will maybe. I, I'm think maybe for next week's podcast, um, I might be ready to talk about it a bit more. Uh, okay. That's we'll good. see. Yeah. Or maybe or the one after that, but definitely in in two weeks time we should be ready to talk about it. <laughs> what is it? If you if you can guess what it is, send us an email <laughs> or or leave a comment. Yeah, yeah. Guess I would be curious to see what people think it is. Yeah, because it's not that easy to guess. No, I don't think. I don't know. Maybe someone will guess it. Yeah. We'll see. Anyway. Television. Anyway, back to television. So we finished binge watching Transparent. Yes. So we finally were able to watch the musical finale. Yes. What did you think? Well, I mean, I'm naturally not already a fan of musicals. It's just, you know, why can't you just say it? Why do you have to sing it? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if the song is going to be amazing and super catchy, okay, sing it. Like the last, the very last song, Mm -hmm. Joy of Coast, Mm -hmm. that I really did enjoy. Mm-hmm. But um, and when Shelley was singing, um, your boundary is my trigger. That was <laughs> quite cool. But I was just so weird because these children, the performance children, they're like they were always so cynical and so jaded. And then and now they burst out into song. Yeah. Which especially Josh, that was just really weird for me to see. Yeah, I couldn't get into it that much. To be honest, I think. No, I it, don't was, know. it was difficult. Yeah. For me, they reached peak at season two. But I mean, I understand that, you know, Jill Soloway and Faith, her sister, um, that they want to do something new with every season and, you know, not always make the same show. I do understand yes. that. But yeah, it's something that, you know, I can 
I can relate to because I don't always want to. I don't want to write the same story every time. No, you want to do something different. Plus, you know, it's very meta because you know Jill Soloway, she transitioned during the making to non-binary, mm-hmm. and then you can. I mean, that's Ali slash Ari, but um, as a viewer. I mean, I read this like rave review about it in the Guardian. I thought, did we watch the same thing, woman? <laughs> <laughs> I just could not relate it. But, but I I will say that Judith Light is amazing. Oh, she is, and <laughs> Catherine Hahn can really sing. Yeah, which I didn't expect. But she, she has, has a real great. She has great legs. <laughs> yeah, she does indeed. <laughs> so, but it was it was just mainly these children who I think you know. They made the show like they're these these three egocentric, yeah. self-centered. Well, they're not millennials or on the edge. Yeah, but very self-centered they, and inconsiderate. It's, it's, and it was all their shit that made the show for me mm-hmm. so very interesting. And yeah. then and now they just burst into song. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe I should do that in my life. Well, I shall burst it not on the podcast. Thank you. I can burst into song. You can try, but give me some warning so I then can I'll put in earplugs. I'll tell you in the morning. I say I'm doing a musical episode today. <laughs> oh, okay, well, if you give me some warning, then yes, it's fine. I'll walk around with earplugs. Then, <laughs> then I can see you burst into song, but I don't have to hear you. Okay. 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 You've been watching another show. I yes, think? because I mean I do very much enjoy shows about a family like dysfunctional families I really enjoy yeah, because of my own background you know my family is like super dysfunctional I mean we function but barely but it's very dis <laughs> <laughs> but um so I because you were away and it was raining and I said oh I need something to watch and now we have HBO and there's this show that I think it flopped I think it got really bad reviews uh, it's by Alan Ball, who did Six Feet Under and uh, True Blood. True Blood. Um, it's with um, Tim I, Robbins. I always mix them up. Holly, Holly Hunter. Hunter, not Alan Hunter. No, Holly, Holly Hunter. Hunter. And actually, I think Tim Robbins is really bad in it. I don't know. Is there's just maybe it's his character. So it's about a, a family, very left wing liberal, who have adopted children from all over the world, and then you know shit starts happening. What's it called, the show? Here and Now. Okay. Oh, I thought I'd mention no. it. It's on HBO. Okay. And at first I was like oh, watching, you know, like with one eye, as we say, you know, like scrolling through Medium or something or reading articles. <laughs> and but then you complain that I'm on my phone too much when we watch TV? Let's uh, let's not do this right now. <laughs> Excuse me. Okay. Um, Carry on. And you then I got really caught up. I got really caught up in it because, you know... I, I like shows with many characters and then they all have their own story, but then it all comes together, which basically Transparent was in, you know, yes. in the first, I, I, yeah, season two of Transparent was almost perfect. Like from the very beginning to the very last scene, it was just so good. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, it got maybe a bit too experimental and I don't like experimental shit. Also, I'm not an arty person. I like straightforward things. Mm-hmm. So, and um, I mean, there are some things I dislike about here and now as well, but I shan't go into them because <laughs> if you want to watch it, I don't want to spoil yeah. it. And I think maybe you might watch it. Yeah, I might Because I think up. it's right up your alley. Because even though it's HBO, it does have a bit of a networky feel to it sometimes. 
you know. Okay. Are you saying that I'm basic network? Sometimes you are. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fine. <laughs> okay. But it sounds like something. Well, it sounds. I mean, I've I've seen four episodes. You would enjoy it. Okay, then maybe I have you to can catch watch up. it uh, on the treadmill. Oh, maybe. Set up HBO there. Yeah, I shall try. Yeah. Good idea. Then you can go on. Mm-hmm. Maybe you'll die a bit later then. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think we should almost wrap it up because yes, we've already been going for twenty-four minutes. But yes. we got a question from a reader or yes, from a listener. We missed it last week. Yes. What? So this was. Following the episode of two weeks ago, um, where we mentioned that your book was in the window display in the bookstore in Paris next yes. to a Radcliffe book. Yes. And so we got the question, uh, thoughts on Radcliffe? Yes. Question mark. So? But this is a very succinct question. I mean, is this, are these my thoughts on Radcliffe in general, on Radcliffe's books? I don't know. Yeah, so the question shall, wasn't very explicit. No, but my thoughts on Radcliffe are that she is the pioneer of our genre. Mm-hmm. Like without Radcliffe, we wouldn't have had any lesbian romance 10 or 15 years ago or even 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, you know, we are like drowning in lesbian <laughs> romance. <laughs> but um, she was... Uh, A pioneer? Yeah, and then she set up her own publishing. I mean, I don't have to tell... I don't have to recount the history of Radcliffe. But for me, having my book stand in the window display next to Radcliffe's was a true honor. Mm-hmm. That was really great. And of course, I'd like to meet her someday. But knowing myself, I would not say anything. <laughs> so Yes, you would probably freeze and... All my social anxieties and shit would catch up with me and well, I would just stand there. If we knew there was a chance of meeting Radcliffe, we would, you know, pour a couple of GNTs down your throat. And then <laughs> Tom maybe Collins. Oh, Tom Collins. Or yeah. an amaretto sour. Yeah, then I've evolved <laughs> like the cat. <laughs> then maybe you might be able to utter more than a that, 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 that. Well, you know, Excuse you me? said so yourself. You wouldn't be able to say anything. No, but I wouldn't say, I wouldn't like almost bleat like an almost goat I would no. just say nothing <laughs> yes okay sorry I shouldn't have done that so yeah I mean I, I can't remember I must have read Radcliffe books but it's been I a read, really long I read, time uh, I remember I clearly have an image of me sitting on our terrace in in the in our apartment before we left for Hong Kong I said oh, I'm reading a Radcliffe book I think it's when when dreams tremble Oh, okay. But yeah, we used honest, to have a couple. And of then them. there was another one, like the cocktail hour or something. There were like these four friends sitting around. Mm-hmm. I do rem- vividly remember the sex scenes and thinking, ooh, ooh, because that was completely new. Because, I mean, I, I think I, by then I had read like uh, uh, pages for her and um, I'm a Donahue landing, but these books don't have sex scenes like that. And maybe when I read that sex scene written by Radcliffe, I think it was in When Dreams Tremble, maybe that was when the first spark of Harper Bliss happened. Yes, quite possibly. And I thought, ooh, this is very interesting. Can can we do this? Mm-hmm. Can this be done? Mm-hmm. And then maybe, I mean, it would, it, it would take me a few more years, but... So basically, I mean, we do owe Radcliffe some gratitude. She's she, my inspiration. She paved the way for, for Harper Bliss in a way. Yeah, of course, and for all of us. Yes. So that were your thoughts on Radcliffe. These are my thoughts. If on you Radcliffe. want more specific thoughts, you should, you know, send another comment yes. or another email. <laughs>
Okay, well, I think now we really have to wrap it up because it's probably our longest podcast in a long time. It's maybe it's because we're sitting across from each other. It's maybe it's because we weren't on about our cat for way too long. Yeah, cat counselling. Yes. Maybe. Next next week, hopefully, no cat counselling because yes. God knows what will happen. Yes, nothing will happen. Everything yeah. will be fine. Yes. Okay, well then, until next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Harper Bliss and Her Misses. You can find all the episodes and show notes at harperblissandhermisses.com. We also have a favor to ask. If you could rate and review the podcast wherever you listen to it, that would help other people find us. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you.